Can we sing it one more time? Let's do it one more time. Where is he? Let's do it one more time. Come on, Dagaba Jacan and the boss. some of us in the school of the unlearned I speak in tongues and I prophesy and I prophesy because they are watching us online and I want them to follow okay so I speak in tongues and, and I, I prophesy they are mine in Christ I speak in tongues for a few seconds tonight. Lego Jekemba Nango Lodobo Brada Babra Gadaza Kalaba. Nekoro Dobo Zekele Nemangla da Boborogo Dobo Zekele Nebaya. Legro Tosoko Karoto Pekira Nakato Nekele Namaya. Nengla Nando Zaboro Dobo Ladababababarako Tonea. Egebo Jekele Nemato Malika Tona Kolina Maga. Egele nima na koro tu sakale de baba Agabo jekele na mako tonika labato galea Egebo zokala da braya Praise you father Praise you father Glory to the land In the name of Jesus Father we rejoice because we have all the riches of Christ Available to us and tonight we ask that revelation knowledge keeps flowing in this house. Your people built up, equipped, edified, and Jesus glorified. Nobody lives here the same way they came. Sick bodies are healed right now. And we give you praise. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our feet together. As we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the world. The word of God is my nature i do not struggle to do the word i do the word naturally therefore today i will understand the word of his grace i will be built up by the end of this service 
I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus name. And every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody to 30 days of glory 2021. Glory. Whoa. Amen. We want to welcome every one of you to the service tonight, wherever you're watching by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. We're so glad to welcome brothers and sisters online tonight to the service. Also, the Aquaibom State community, we want to welcome every one of you to this great conference, to this great service tonight. Wherever you're listening by way of Comfort FM, XLFM, Radio Aquaibom, or those of you listening by way of Passion FM, Inspiration FM, and Heritage FM, do me a favor tonight, call a friend, a family member, a loved one somewhere in the local government, somewhere in the city, somewhere in the village. Ask them to tune into this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves. We also want to ask you social media community, brothers and sisters, let's get this word to the ends of the earth. Facebook alone, 2.5 billion people waiting right now online for somebody to get this good news to them. And all you've got to do is just touch that button and get the video shared. Put them on monogram, telegram, drop them on WhatsApp group, join as many groups as possible. Let's lighten the dark places of the earth. And all our campuses around the world, what a joy to welcome all of you to this great fellowship tonight. And everybody in the building, are we excited to receive the word tonight? Let's celebrate the word of God with a shout. Glory. Amen. Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible. You can be seated with your sweet, smart self. Let's get into the word tonight. <clears throat> All right. We're still studying the emphasis of the Holy Spirit in salvation. The emphasis of the Holy Spirit in salvation. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. 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 New sounds, new songs. New sounds, new songs. New sounds, new songs. New sounds, new songs. That will penetrate the body of Christ like never before. Bringing men into their fullness in Christ Jesus. New sounds, new songs, new sounds, new songs. Receive it now. Amen. Glory to God. I just have that in the spirit tonight. New sounds, new songs. There are new sounds coming from heaven, coming out of heaven. New sounds coming out of heaven that will shape men's minds, that will shape men's hearts. New sounds coming out of heaven that will shape men's understanding, that will bring light in the midst of darkness. There's new sound coming out of heaven and it's, it's flowing through you, it's flowing through you, it's flowing through you. New sounds, new composition, ability, new creativities, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs flowing out of you that will be a blessing to the body of Christ worldwide. Lakoto Mekalea. Is a new sound from heaven. Is a new sound. A new sound that will cause the people of God to begin to walk in new realms of understanding and new realms of light. Yeah, the ability is already on your inside. Yeah, don't look for it out. It's already right in there. Just check within you. You will see it rising. New insights. New, new abilities. New, 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 new. 
And you are going to sing new songs. The songs of redemption. The songs of victory. The songs of redemption. And the songs of the believers' realities in Christ Jesus. Yeah, this is the time. And the body of Christ is going to embrace it. The door is open. There's an open door for that sound across the world. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 The emphasis of the Holy Spirit in salvation. And it's been an exciting time of fellowshipping together. We have been examining that subject. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 19. 2 <clears throat> Corinthians chapter 1 verse number 19. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. Next verse. For all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen. Unto the glory of God by us. 21. Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ and had anointed us is God. 22. Who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. So we said, we could say that all the promises of God are fulfilled in one word. He gave us his spirit. That the climax of all that Jesus did in his death, burial, resurrection, ascension, glorification is summarized in this one sentence. He has given to us the earnest of his spirit. Because you see, the earnest of the spirit wouldn't have been given to us if Jesus had not accomplished his redemptive work. Look at John chapter 7 verse 37. John chapter 7 verse 37 uh, John 7 37 in the last day that great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink next verse he that believeth on me as the scripture had said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water next verse now observe here but this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given. Why? Because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So upon his glorification, he gave us his spirit. He gave us his spirit. Alright? And then we began to say that, you know, we can say salvation is forgiveness of sins. Salvation is forgiveness of sins. Or we can say forgiveness of sins is salvation. The book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 7. Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood. The, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. So salvation is the forgiveness of sins. We can also say salvation means to be declared righteous. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. They shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. They receive the abundance of grace and what did that grace produce in them? The gift of righteousness. The gift of righteousness. So we can boldly say that salvation is to be declared righteous. 
We also have established that salvation means to be born again. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So salvation means to be born again or to be born again means salvation. And then also we said salvation can also mean salvation. Uh, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10. Confess with your heart the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart the Lord Jesus. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shall be saved. So salvation is salvation. All right now. So we said therefore what is called salvation is the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Ghost. That is all of that put together. Forgiveness of sins, righteous, born again, all of it put together. What we are simply saying is that you have been given the gift of the Holy Ghost. So we say that the gift of the Holy Ghost is salvation or salvation is the gift of the Holy Ghost. Salvation is the gift of the Holy Ghost. Look at the prophecy again. Ezekiel 36, 26. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse number 26. <clears throat> a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. 27. And I will put my spirit within you. I'm the one that will put it. And I will cause you to walk in my statues, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. The indwelling of the spirit. That is the indwelling of the spirit. That is my spirit I will put within you. And because my spirit will be within you. It will cause you to walk in my statues. You wouldn't need to struggle. My spirit will do the work within you. You will just discover an inward willingness. An inward willingness. In the day of my power. My people shall be willing. For it is God that walketh in you but to will and to do of his good pleasure. So my spirit will be within you and it will cause you to walk in my statues. Joel chapter 2 verse 28, another promise of the spirit in the Old Testament. Joel, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. This is ministry. I will pour out my spirit. So my spirit within you will flow out of you and the outflow of my spirit will be prophecy. The outflow of my spirit will be visions. The outflow of my spirit will be dream dreams. So you, I will not only put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues, but by the presence of my spirit within you, you will have ministry. You'll be able to prophesy. You'll be able to see visions, which is ministry in the life of the believer. All right? So, we've established all of that. So, tonight, we proceed from where we stopped last night on revelation gifts. The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse number 1. 1 Corinthians 12, 1 now. Concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Next verse. For you know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Next verse. For I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus a cost. And that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. 
So salvation is the Holy Ghost. No man can say Jesus is Lord. You cannot be saved but by the Holy Ghost. So once you are born again, born again is the receiving of the Spirit. Give me verse 4 of the same chapter now. Verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Next verse. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. Verse 6. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all and in all. Verse 7. But the manifestation, the phenoresis of the Spirit, the unveiling of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. We said the word profit with all there means for the common good of all. Right now, <clears throat> we began to look at the revelation gifts and we said the revelation gifts are the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, and the discerning of spirits. The utterance gifts, again, can we go through that list? The utterance gifts, number one, tongues. Can, can the radio audience hear you guys and the audience out there? Number one, tongues. Number two, interpretation of tongues. Number three, prophecy now revelation gifts can we go over the list one two go number one word of knowledge number two number three discerning of spirits now you know i am still going to come back to all trans gifts i'm going to move to revelation now the reason is i've got to teach you how the all trans gifts and the revelation gifts work together i've got to show you the symphony between the all trans gifts and the revelation gifts notice again when you look at the all trans gifts and the revelation gifts, you will see there's a uniqueness in the way they walk. That means I must expect when it comes to revelation gifts, they are also called diversity. Diversity. Notice that means there are different kinds of gifts. That's number one. There are diversities of gifts. Different kinds of gifts. Then the next thing is said is, there are diversities of ministries. That means there are different ways they are ministered. There are different ways these gifts are ministered or different ways these gifts work. There are different ways these gifts work. Then number three, there are diversities of operations. That means there are different ways they work. Different ways they minister different ways they work and there are diversities that is different kind of gifts so i must not expect the utterance gifts to work like the power gifts i must not expect the utterance gifts to work like the power gifts so let's go over the list again what are the power gifts number one huh? healing number two Working of miracles. Number three, faith. Alright, so I must not expect the utterance gifts to walk the way the power gifts walk. I must know how they walk. For instance, you, don't, you know that we don't write tongues. We don't write tongues. You speak tongues. You can write prophecy, but you cannot write tongues. Because tongues do not have vocabulary. Tongues do not have vocabulary. So you can write. Because he that speaketh in tongues speaketh not to men. For no man understandeth. So you can't write it. 
is not within human vocabulary. Howbeit in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. And even when I speak in tongues, my understanding is unfruitful. So when I have an unfruitful understanding, how can I articulate it in writing? So we don't write tongues. We speak because they are utterance. We speak tongues. But we can write prophecy. See? We can write prophecy. Because prophecy is the interpretation of tongues in human language. The interpretation of tongues in human language that has vocabulary. So now, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. Why are they always grouped together? Why are they always grouped together? All trans gifts, grouped. Revelation gifts, grouped. Power gifts, grouped. Why are they always grouped together? The first one, which is knowledge in revelation gifts. The second one says wisdom. The third one says discerning of spirits. So the three of them has to do with insight into something. Insight into something. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. Insight into something. The three of them deals with seeing something, knowing something, or perceiving something. Seeing something, knowing something, or perceiving something. So notice in 1 Corinthians 12, 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. He now says, but all these... Walketh that one and the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. Every man. Can everybody say every man? Okay. This shows you something. When it says discerning to know knowledge and wisdom. Discerning knowledge and wisdom. It shows you that since it's by the spirit, and that's why it, we call them revelation gifts. Revelation gifts. Revelation. They must be given to you. Those gifts must be granted you. They must be given. Revelation gifts. You know, in tongues we say we speak... We desire and we practice. In Revelation, we don't speak. We don't practice. In Revelation, it must be given you. The ability is in you, but it must be given you or granted. Now, keep that somewhere. The word Revelation is the Greek word apocalypsis. Apo. Apo, A-P-O, Kalupsis or Kalupto, K-A-L-U-P-S-I-S, Apocalypsis in the Greek. It means to uncover something, to uncover. Secondly, it means to reveal something. Thirdly, it means to expose something, to uncover something, to reveal something, or to expose something. Now listen. To reveal, for instance, this wisdom, this knowledge, this perception is in the Holy Ghost. 
the wisdom, the knowledge, the discernment or the perception is in the Holy Ghost. Question. Where is the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is in your spirit. So, if you are going to have knowledge, wisdom, perception, they will come from the spirit within. From the spirit within. Now, so it's not the spirit within you receiving knowledge. The spirit within you carries the knowledge. Carries the wisdom. Carries the discernment. So out of the spirit within you, the spirit within you will give your mind that knowledge, that wisdom, or that discernment. So the granting will be by the spirit within you to your mind. Where is the knowledge? Where is the wisdom coming to? Huh? To your mind. In 1 Corinthians 14, 26, Brother Paul explains revelation. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, underline that, hath a revelation, had an interpretation let all things be done unto edifying now what kind of revelation is he referring to here has a revelation let's back up a bit verse 24 to 26 will help us with what revelation he's talking about here but if all prophesy and there come in one that believeth not or one unlearned he is convinced of all he is judged of all next verse and those are the secrets of his heart made manifest the secret of what his heart and so falling down on his face he will worship god and report that god is in you of a truth next verse how is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation. The secrets of his heart are made manifest. That is, you look at him and you can see what is in his heart. As you just look at him, you see what is in his heart. That is, you see the things in his heart. Things in people's hearts are not usually seen by other people. But he says the things in his heart are revealed. So this has to be supernatural. <laughs> it has to be supernatural. He says, and then people will now know by revelation. So what happens? The brother falls down to the ground. And he says, for you to know the secret of my heart, God must be here. He falls down. 
Yeah. He falls down. Now, it will take God because only God knows what is in people's hearts. <laughs> only God. <laughs> only God knows. Everything that you think people don't know, God knows. So for somebody to know what is in your heart, it must be revealed. It must be revealed. So the revelation here is not the revelation of the word. It's not the revelation of scripture. It's the revelation of the human lives among human beings. Revelation of things. Revelation of things. Please tell me this foundation is very important. Look at 1 Corinthians 14.29. 1 Corinthians 14.29. Let the prophet speak two or three and let the other judge. Verse 30. If anything be revealed to another that seated by. Anything be what? Revealed to another that seated by. Let the first hold his peace. Again revealed. Anything revealed. So the revelation referred to here is not the revelation of scripture. Take note, take note. It's the revelation of things. The revelation of people. The revelation of places. The revelation of events. The revelation of motives. The revelation of plans and actions. Let me go over the list again. The revelation is talking about here is the revelation of things, people, places, events, motives, plans, and actions. So, things, people, places, events, motives, plans, actions will be revealed. So the gift of revelation deals with uncovering, uncovering, discovering, revealing information about people, places, things, events, motives, plans, actions, times, and seasons. Actions, times, and seasons. That your mind has not yet come to know before. It's, it's not a preconceived plan or preconceived knowledge. It's knowledge that is spontaneous. Suddenly... You know about things, events. You look at people and you can tell their motives. You can read actions, plans. You can tell times and seasons by the Spirit of God. By the Spirit of God. Now, we will run through the book of Acts and doctrinally settle this. So that we can see the kind of revelation we're talking about. In Acts chapter 2. Now, we'll just go through them. Then we will deal with it in details a bit later. 
So whatever revelation the Holy Ghost will give is not what you will see with your natural eyes or natural ears. It's not what you will look at and see. Okay, now, Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Pay attention, I beg of you. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Next verse. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of. If your Bible was mine, I will underline as of. A sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Sound. Suddenly there came a sound. As of figure of speech. So there was no wind. There was no mighty rushing wind. Mighty rushing wind is a figure of speech. As of. The only thing that was heard is the sound. But the sound was as of a mighty rushing wind sound there was a sound but no wind but the sound was like wind now the person who gave us this account did he hear the sound with his natural ears or revelation huh? so it wasn't a physical sound it was a sound in the spirit now, what appeared? Fire or clothing tongues? Put it up. Verse 2. And there, give me verse 3 for time. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues. Like as. If your Bible is man, I will underline like as. Because that's a figure of speech. Like as. So there was no fire. Holy Ghost, fire, fire, follow me. Shush. Like as of fire. So there was no fire. What was there was clothing tongues. But the clothing tongues were like as of fire. So there was no fire. It was a figure of speech. Now, but it means something appeared to them. Question, was this seen with the natural eyes or was it revelation? Revelation. Revelation. It was seen by the Holy Ghost. So it means there was revelation gifts on the day of Pentecost. It means on the day of Pentecost, it was not just utterance. They were revelation gifts. People had sound and people saw tongues. Amen. Acts chapter 5, second event. This one is interesting. Ananias and Sapphira. Alright? They did a transaction and collected money. And refused to send all the money to the Pentecostal church of Jerusalem. <laughs> you didn't hear me. 
they refused to send all the money to the Pentecostal Charismatic Church of Jerusalem. Peter the G.O. That the G.O. Peter. <laughs> you know, he didn't get a phone call from the buyer. Peter didn't get a phone call from the buyer. He knew by the Holy Ghost that they are lying. Revelation gift. He just knew there's a lie. Nothing physical to point to it. No phone call. He was not there. He doesn't know what was sold, when it was sold, how much it was sold for. But as they were speaking, he knew they're lying. That's revelation gift. He knew by the spirit. Was he accusing them? No. He knew what had happened. That means in revelation, you discover what people have done. In revelation gifts, you can look at somebody and you know exactly what he has done. <laughs> One time somebody, when, when internet came out newly, internet, is it internet or internet? Power Bible School. Is it internet or internet? <laughs> when it came out newly, you know, we used to go to business centers to send emails. Cafe. So some guy in Uyo that didn't like me went to a cafe and was sending me heavy threats by email. Heavy threats. I don't know what I did to him. When I got two of the threats, I even showed my lawyer. But my lawyer was thinking of how to go about it. So I took the emails and I went in on my knees and I prayed in tongues. Understanding belongs to God. Why will somebody just hide somewhere and be threatening me when there is no cause for it? Thank you, Father. I prayed in tongues for a few days. On a particular afternoon, I just had revelation. I called Pastor Philemon. I wish he was here. I said, Pastor Philemon, there's a guy. He's a member of our church. He's in a cafe right now. When you go to that cafe, you will meet him sending me an email. Walk to the computer, hold him on the computer and get him to print the mail. Carry him and bring him to the office. So Pastor Philemon got on a motorcycle. Went to the first cafe. By the time he got to the second cafe, he saw the young man. The young man was a member of the choir. He walked to him and held him. And he was typing a, another threat to me. So he grabbed him there. The guy was sweating and shaking. He told him, right now, Papa is looking for you in the office. He sent me to come and get you. The guy almost urinated. He carried him, put him on the machine, sat behind him brought him to my office. He said, Papa, I met him. This is the mail he was, he, they printed it out. So I said to him, what have I done to you, man? What's the matter? And then he had nothing to say. He just said, there's some people that said, he should do it so that they can get some money from me. Uh, I looked at him and I said, young man, he couldn't believe for the life of him that I will be able to catch him. But the gifts of revelation opened up where he was. The location, how to get him, and at the time he was typing it in the very act. When you operate like that, people will fear you everywhere. And that's what God wants to make out of you. You walk into places and then suddenly the gifts of revelation opens up. 
That's why they say that man can tell you the secret of your bedchamber. Have you heard about that guy? In the Old Testament? They said he can tell you the secret of your bedchamber. Then they say go and arrest him. Uh -uh. Somebody that can tell you the secret of your bedchamber. You want to go and arrest him. So as they were coming to arrest him, he waited for them on the road. And then he, 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 he redirected them. He told them, oh, you're going to look for this man of God. He's not here. This is the road to go. He led them to another city. He himself led them. How can you arrest a man that can tell you the secret of your bedroom? Where are you starting from? Don't you know that as you're planning the arrest, he's there watching you. That's a, that's a gift of that's a gift of revelation. Gehazi went and collected money from 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 eh, from Naaman, and as he came back, Elisha said to him, "My spirit went with you." As you were moving, we were traveling together. When you collected the money, I saw you collecting the money. The same way you collected the money, collect the leprosy. Revelation gifts. Revelation gifts. <laughs> When Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. Jesus wasn't joking. The believer is the most dangerous man on earth if only he knows what he carries. He's the most dangerous man on earth if he knows what he carries. That's why the manifestation of these things are for the good of all. Somebody shout, I hear you. Say with me, I have the abilities of the Holy Ghost on my inside. I am fully equipped by God to rule in life. And to win in life. I didn't hear powerful amen. Now. Let me give you another one quickly. So in Revelation you discover things that people have done. Acts chapter 7 verse 55. Acts chapter 7 verse 55. But he talking about Stephen. Being full of the Holy Ghost. Looked up steadfastly into heaven. And saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Stephen is about to die. How do you know it is revelation? Because Stephen used that revelation to preach. And that's why the guys got very crazy. He said, I see the son of God standing by the right hand of God. Now, was it with his natural eye he saw or revelation? revelation so revelation can unveil to you heavenly things revelation gifts can open to you heavenly things revelation gifts can unveil to you things in the immaterial spiritual things spiritual faculty spiritual realities spiritual things Spiritual faculty, spiritual realities. Acts 8, 26. Acts chapter 8, verse 26, another one. And the angel of the Lord said unto Philip, saying, spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is a desert. Now please listen. This is not a doctrine. Because if it's a doctrine, all of us will be arising. It's a revelation specifically for Philip. It's not a Bible teaching. 
is a revelation that was given specifically for Philip. Did he hear the angel physically? Huh? What was it? So he had him where? In the spirit. Look at verse 29 of Acts 8. Acts 8, 29. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. Go near. So that means the spirit said, that means he heard the spirit. So, so far we have seen that when revelation gifts are in operation, you hear and you see. When revelation gifts are in operation, you hear in the spirit and you see in the spirit. Acts 9 verse 3. <clears throat> Acts chapter 9 verse 3. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. This is Saul of Tessus. Verse 4. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Verse 5. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the bricks. Next verse. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what will thou have me do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Next verse. And the men which journey with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. Wow. So revelation can be limited. Can be limited. They heard but didn't see. But you can see and hear in Revelation. Keep this somewhere please. We will get there because in the next few days we are going to debunk and open up all this. Now. We need to also establish in this context of Acts 9. Did he see this as a Christian or before he believed. No wait. We have to doctrinally bring it in. So keep it somewhere. Now. Acts 9.10. Acts chapter 9 verse 10. And there was a certain disciple as Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision. Ananias. And he said behold. I am here Lord. Next verse. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. He does what? He prayeth. Give me the next verse, 12. Acts 9, 12. And had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. So this guy was a disciple. This guy was a disciple. That means you don't have to be a G.O. before the gifts of the spirit. This is a disciple. This guy was in foundation class. 
or what we call membership class or discipleship here. He knows his name. Ananias. So Ananias could see and hear revelation gifts. If you are in Ananias' room when he was seen, would you have seen? Would you have heard? Because it's not natural, it's supernatural. He could see and hear because it is granted him by the Holy Ghost. Someone say, See? Can I hear you say, See? Can I hear you say, Hear? Acts 10, verse 3, Cornelius. <clears throat> Acts chapter 10 verse 3 He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming in unto him and saying unto him Cornelius He called his name Have you observed that he never called their surname That's critical He never called anyone's surname Ananias Cornelius, Saul, no so names. That's instructive. That's instructive. It is word of knowledge, not details of knowledge. It is word of wisdom, not details of wisdom. Even in the name, he doesn't call their surnames. Neither does he give their phone numbers and house addresses. Pay attention to the details of the operation of these gifts. Because there is gift abuse. Notice that Cornelius can see the angels... And at the same time, you could see the world clock. He saw the angels talking to him and he was able to know the time. So in Revelation gifts, you are not unconscious. You are still conscious because it's not hypnotism. You are still conscious of your environment. The only thing is that your attention is somewhere in the spiritual. But you are still aware. Okay? He knew it was the ninth hour. So which means sometimes when you have revelation, your senses are not suspended. The man that is born again because of his spiritual faculty... He has the ability to be in the natural and supernatural at the same time. He has the ability to be in two realms. Natural and spiritual at the same time. Because of the capacity of his spirit. Now, Acts 10, 9. Acts chapter 10, verse 9. Peter in the penthouse. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up upon the housetop. To pray about the sixth hour. Next verse. And he became very hungry. And would have eaten. But while they made ready. While they were cooking food. He must have been sitting close to the kitchen. 
You don't have to be in charge to see visions. You can be cooking gari. While turning the gari, you are in a trance. And in that trance, you will see everything and come back to the gari without the gari burning. Because it's a supernatural operation. And sometimes in supernatural operations, time is suspended. Because it's not natural. I'm teaching here. So while they were cooking for him to eat, he got in a vision. He got in a trance. Okay? A trance. Give me the next verse quickly. Because of time. Next verse. And saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending unto him. God has a good sense of humor. The man is hungry to eat. Then God is showing him a trance. And what is in the trance is food. <laughs> good sense of humor. You know, good sense of humor. Glory to God. You don't have to be looking too serious for you to be spiritual. Even God inside a vision, he is still humorous. Four-footed beast. Young man, since you're hungry, rise up and eat. <laughs> Are you not hungry? Stand up, kill and eat. He said, no, this one is unclean. This is not the one they're cooking for me. I will eat this one. <laughs> God said, what God has clean, you shall not call unclean. Now, follow me. Verse 19. Verse 19 of Acts chapter, 9, Acts chapter 10. While Peter taught on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Next verse. Next verse. Arise therefore and get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing. For I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom you seek. What is the cause whereof you are? Can you see divine arrangement? No confusion. Because the spirit of God is not the author of confusion. He shows him the vision and instructs him with clarity on what to do. This one, somebody said, I saw a vision. Dr. Damina, please interpret. Am I the one that gave you the vision? You that saw should be the one interpret. The spirit of God cannot give a vision and confuse you. If you wait a little, there will be clarity. And of course, if there's no clarity, then you keep it somewhere. Clarity upon clarity. Now, listen carefully. You can write down this one in capital letters for free. Anytime you try to interpret a vision, you get into trouble. Anytime you try, the vision should interpret itself. That's why Peter was said, thinking on the vision. The spirit of God now told him. Because it's the spirit that gave him the vision. And the spirit cannot give a vision to confuse you. So he will, he will take it to his logical conclusion. Three men seek your arise. And Peter told him, I'm the one you're seeking for. Because I already saw that three people were coming to seek for me. I'm the one. Clarity. No confusion anywhere. Glory to God. Acts 11, 12. Acts chapter 11, 12. And the spirit bade me go, not in doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me and we entered into the man's house. The spirit allowed me to go. Bade me go. Allowed me. 
Look at verse 28 of Acts 11. Acts 11, 28. And there stood up one of them named Agabus and signified by the spirit that there should be great dirt throughout all the world which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. Now listen. <laughs> A minister of the gospel should not be predicting football. Should not be predicting football matches. Which club will score? Or politics? He is not called to guess work. Nigeria will beat Ghana in the next match. No. The gifts of the spirit are for ministry in the local church. They are not to predict global events. They are for ministry. The benefit of the gifts are for the saints in the local house. Follow me. Or there will be four air crashes. That's no. Did you see any apostle predict there will be four air crashes? It's a shame. That's not what the gifts are for. They are for the common good. They are in the church. God has set somewhere in the church for the edifying of the church. If an unbeliever come among us, the secret of his heart will be revealed. But we don't go around looking for what to predict to the world. That's important. When Agabus gave the prophecy that there will be a dirt, there will be famine, the reason why that prophecy came is so that the church can gather food and send to the church in Jerusalem. It was still for the benefit of the church. It was still for the benefit of the church. God works in his body. Where does God work? In his body. What we are teaching here is called body ministry. What is it called? Ministry within the body. I'm teaching you. So the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the designing of spirit are not guess work. They are not guess work. Acts 12, 7. Peter in jail. Acts of the Apostles 12, 7. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. His chains fell off from his hands. Next verse. I love this. And the angel said unto him, Guard thyself and bind on thy sandals. And he did, and he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. Next verse. And he went out and followed him. And wished not that it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. Why did he thought he saw a vision? Underline that we will deal with that sentence in the, in the course of this teaching. He thought he saw a revelation. But was that not a revelation? Why did he thought? We'll take care of that. Acts 13 verse 2. Acts chapter 13 verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. That's a revelation. The Holy Ghost said, that is, revelation came by utterance. The revelation gift 
came via utterance. Separate them for me. That's revelation. Acts 49. Acts 49. Mark Acts 49 well. The same had Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving, the word perceiving, that he had faith to be healed. We will find out if this is revelation by the Spirit or just Brother Paul perceived. We will explain whether it was just Brother Paul just perceiving something or it was a gift of the Spirit in operation because both of them are not the same. We'll explain further in the course of teaching. Alright, let's move to the next one. Acts 16, 6 to 7. Acts chapter 16, 6 to 7. Now when they had gone throughout Phagia and the regions of Galatia and were forbidden, they were what? Forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Forbidden. Verse 7. After they were come to Mysia, they are said to go into Bithynia but the spirit suffered them not. Hmm. He told them, don't go. That's revelation. That's revelation. And sometimes these revelations are given to us for guardians. They are given to us for what? Guardians. I was preaching in Yenagua. Pastor Daddy Ken is here. I was preaching for one of my sons, know you. In Yenagua. I went to worry to preach and on my way back I stopped by Yenego. I was traveling with Pastor Silas, one of my pastors. He was driving. And then in Yenego I was to stay two nights and preach. Everything has been done, publicity, everything. So we came from worry, entered Yenego, went to the hotel. As soon as I walked into the premises of the hotel, I said, Silas, we're leaving immediately. Silas said, Papa, why are we leaving immediately? I said, the Spirit of God just said, we're not going to stay here. Silas said, so what do we do with the people? Integrity. I said, shut up, Silas. I call the shots here. We entered the hotel to settle in before the program. I was not happy. Uh -uh. I wasn't happy. The bed, I didn't lie on it. Everything in the room irritated me. I called Port Harcourt because the program was going to finish in the night. I called Port Harcourt. I've not spoken to my host. I've already made my arrangements. I called Port Harcourt. I told my son in Port Harcourt, send me a pickup of policemen because we're going to be traveling at night. Book me a hotel in Port Harcourt. I will sleep in Port Harcourt tonight. Then we came to the service. I met my host. I said, immediately I finished preaching. I'm on my way to Port Harcourt. I'm sorry. I won't be able to do the meeting. But, you know, I will explain. You continue the program. I, I, I sense a restraint by the Holy Ghost. So I preached from the service into the car. The policemen were in their truck. We got into Port Harcourt. After service, the pastor of the church decided to go and take over my hotel. Since I won't sleep there, let him enjoy the hotel. And he went with the leaders of the church that they want to tap my anointing in the room and just stay there and enjoy the room. As they are sitting in the hotel room at night. This is around 10, 11. You know what I'm talking. You know the guy. Armed robbers stormed the room. Fully armed. Where is Damina? They laid them on the floor. Produced him. They gave them the beating of their life. Damina is in Port Harcourt. The spirit suffered me not. 
They almost killed them. That they must produce me. I was gone. The next day he called me. Still struggling with pains. Papa, you are really a man of God. Ah. <laughs> that was the secret of a man's heart to be exposed. The guy didn't know that there was such a plan. But the spirit of God revealed that to me. He suffered them not to go. He suffered them not to go. We've traveled a number of times to Silas. We wake up, Silas, we say, Papa, you say, we're living by seven. I've been here since six. Papa, let's move. The journey is a long one. Silas, I'm tired. In fact, get breakfast. I will enter the room, lie down in the bed three, four hours more. Ask him. Three, four, five hours more. Later on, I wake up and say, now we can go. When we hit the road, you find out that armed robbers operated for three to four hours. By the time we are coming was when they left. Silas will say, Papa. I say, yes, the spirit told me to keep sleeping. Keep sleeping. Keep sleeping. Enjoy your rest. My son, rest. Somebody say, I have the revelation gifts for guidance. I'm not hearing a good amen. Now, let's look at another scripture here quickly. Acts chapter 18, verse 9. Acts 18, 9. Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision. Be not afraid, but speak and hold not thy peace. Next verse. For I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee. For I have much people in this city. I have what? Much people. And he continued there a year and six months. Teaching the word of God among them. Alright? Revelation. What is that? Revelation. He saw and he heard. Paul saw and he heard. Acts 20, 20. Take note of that one. Acts chapter 20 verse 20. And now I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you. But I've showed you and I've taught you publicly. And from house to house. 21. Testifying both to Jews and also to Greeks. Repentance towards God. And faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Next verse. And now behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Next verse. Save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. I don't know what shall happen, but I know that I'm going. People have set up persecution waiting for my arrival. He had revelation. He saw it ahead of time. Acts 21 verse 4. Another revelation by Paul. Acts 21 verse 4. And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days. Who said to Paul through the spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. Now look at the details. Verse 10 and 11 of Acts 21. Verse 10 and 11. And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost. So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owned this girdle and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. This is revelation gifts by utterance. Revelation gifts by utterance to brother Paul. Acts twenty two seventeen. 17. <clears throat> 
Acts 22 verse 7. And it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance. 18. And saw him saying unto me, Make haste and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem, for they will not receive thy testimony concerning me. He is recalling a vision where he had revelation for protection and guidance. Acts 23, 11. Acts 23, 11. And the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. Did you observe he didn't call his son him? Paul. He didn't call him Paul or Paul so so. No. God always talks to people by their first names. He does not bother going into details. That's the pattern we see. So when a man of God tells his operating spirit, he's calling your name, your son name, your native name, you need to check what spirit is at work. Because from the pattern of scripture, the spirit of God does not display your details. He only indicates. I will soon get into a few things. He doesn't go into details. He only indicates so that you know you're the one he's talking to. Now, pay attention, please. Pay attention. Acts 27, 23. Acts 27, 23. For there stood by me this night the angel of God in the shipwreck situation, whose I am and whom I serve. Next verse. Angel. Saying, fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God had given thee all them that sail with thee. Did you observe that there's nothing we have read that has to do with doctrine? All of these are events, places, motives, people, times, seasons. It's not doctrine. So the revelation is not the doctrine of scripture. It's revelation about people, events, and things. Alright? Now. The gifts of the spirit are not for doctrine. They are not for doctrine. The gifts of the spirit are not. So you can't build a church on the gifts of the spirit. You cannot build believers via the gifts of the spirit. Because they don't build people doctrinally. They only deal with events, places, motives, times, seasons among men. That's why I tell people, you do not teach people the word of God with visions and dreams. When you are teaching the word of God, you teach it precept upon precept, line upon line. Amen. Look at 1 Corinthians 12 as I round up. Are you blessed tonight? We're laying a foundation. 1 Corinthians 12. Now observe, we said the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the discerning of what? Spirit. Now, 1 Corinthians 12, 8. Let me show you something before we close so you can think about First Corinthians, for to one, observe, is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. Next verse, to another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. This is something the King James Version needed to correct. It's actually in the Greek to another a word of wisdom. A word. That's the way it is in the Greek. And those of you that have other translations here, you will see that other translations use a word. Not the word. A word. A word of wisdom. A word of knowledge. Because what it is supposed to bring 
is a fragment of something, not a whole. Just a fragment. Now somebody tells you you come from a village called Orukana. Your grandfather's name is Udo. Your grandmother's name is Ikaite. And your, your sister's name is... Anekan. I see. I see a three-bedroom flat. Uh, I see, I see, I see, I see, uh -huh, I see. I see a calabash. Uh -huh. I see. I see three brooms. I see three buckets of water. No, that's no more a word. Those are details, and the Spirit of God doesn't do that. It's supposed to be a fragment, and even there are no surnames. I'm teaching good here tonight. When it enters into those details, you know who is in operation. <laughs> A word, not details, is a fragment of something that is whole, not the whole. A gift of the Spirit cannot give you all the picture. A gift of the Spirit cannot give you all the picture. It's supposed to just give you a fragment. And listen, when you operate by the gifts of the Spirit, once you give that fragment, the person who is concerned will know he's the one. God will not disgrace you now. Why will God paint the whole picture and finish everything? Is it, is it God does not disgrace. God protects and covers. So even if God wants to reveal something to somebody, he won't disgrace you in the church. He will give an idea and the word will come in a covert form. So that you know you are the one and you yourself will know the details by that indicator. He won't bring you out to wash you. Your pant is blue. Your brazier is red. You know there are people that do that. You are wearing a blue pant. In fact, you don't have a pant as you are standing here. Your bra is yellow. There are people who do that. That is a filthy spirit. Not the spirit of God. Very unclean. I'm teaching good here. I'm teaching good here. I'll bring you out and say, you had fornication last night. The bed sheet that you used to sleep with the man was blue. Those are details. The spirit of God doesn't bring details. He gives a fragment of information. And even then, not details that would disgrace. Because the mission of the gifts of the spirit is to build, not to pull down. To build, not to destroy. I'm teaching good here. Is to edify, to build, not to deshine, not to disgrace, not to demoralize, not to embarrass, not to insult, not to disdain, not to reduce your value before people. That's not God. God adds to us. And if God is revealing something, it's to make you better. If I'm teaching tonight, shout, I hear you. Not to break your marriage. Not to expose you before your wife so that your wife will look at you with that eye when we get home tonight. Mm. Eh. so there is a girl called mm -hmm. Chichi okay mm. you say, is it not true eh, man of God the devil that lured him is the devil talking to expose only Satan disgraces only Satan exposes and disgraces because he comes to steal to kill and to destroy if it is God he brings life if it is God he brings comfort God doesn't bring disgrace. 
The gifts of the spirit are not accusatory. They don't accuse. Neither do I condemn you. The gifts of the spirit don't condemn. Spirit of God does not condemn because God does not condemn. He didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Good teaching tonight. Oh, I said good teaching tonight. See, all the revelations we read so far, none of them, somebody say none, told you everything about the person. It was just a piece of information. None of them told you everything about the city. He just said the man that will go to Jerusalem will be bound. He didn't tell what kind of people are in Jerusalem. The spirit of God is not a gossiper. He's not a tale bearer. He's not jobless. He only reveals those things to help you so that you know how to conduct your ways. It was just a word of wisdom. It was just a word of knowledge. The third one is discerning of spirits. Is the word diacrisis in the Greek. Discerning of spirits. Diacrisis. D-I-A-K-R-I-S-E-I-S. For those making notes. D-I-A-K-R-I-S-E-I-S. Diacrisis. It means to distinguish something. To distinguish something. It's used three times in New Testament Greek. Three times. Diacrisis. First Corinthians 12, 10. First Corinthians 12, 10. Romans 14, 1. It means to correctly judge something. To correctly judge something. Discerning of spirits. To correctly judge something. It means to see spirits correctly. To see spirits, discerning of spirits has to do with seeing, seeing spirits. That is the ability to see spirit beings. The ability to see spirit faculties. That is the ability to see the unseen. Discerning of spirits. The ability to see the unseen correctly. Things that the naked eyes cannot see. You know, perception and discernment has to do with two things. Perception and discernment has to do with two things. Majorly. You discern either with your eyes or ears. Two things. You discern either with your eyes or ears. So, it will do with seeing and hearing. Discerning of spirits. Seeing and hearing. Seeing and hearing. Sometimes I'm teaching and I discern. As I'm teaching, I will hear somebody in the congregation asking me a question. So as I'm teaching, you will see me answer the question. Because discerning of spirit was in operation. And that question he was asking, the spirit of God saw that it was necessary for his salvation. So he reveals I'm able to see his spirit and hear him. I will hear it. Sometimes I will even say, I heard what you said. I heard what you said. Now that thing you're saying, this is the answer. Sometimes I do it. It's the signing of spirits. You're able to hear and see. Are we here? Something to see. Something to hear. Sight and sounds of the spirit sights and sounds of the spirit you know you know so the key fact about revelation is that revelations are granted 
They are not like utterance. They are granted. That is, they are given to you and you have to receive. That's why it says it's given a word of wisdom. It's given a word of knowledge. They are granted. You don't think upon it and plan it. They are granted. So don't think of things. I close with 1 Corinthians 12, 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. But all these, all of them, that one, walketh that one and the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. We will start with a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge. It means a fragment of knowledge. That word knowledge is the Greek word gnosis. Gnosis. A word of gnosis. G-N-O-S-I-S. Gnosis. A word of gnosis. Gnosis is an experience. Experience. You know we have epignosis. Accurate knowledge. Then we have gnosis. Experiential knowledge. So gnosis is an experience. That means for something to be called a word of knowledge. Listen carefully. For something to be called a word of knowledge. Whatever it is must have happened before or it's happening now. Word of knowledge is about what has happened or what is happening. So when Jesus said greater work than this, because I go to my father, is because of the indwelling of the spirit. Greater works because you have the indwelling of the spirit. Glory to God. Somebody blessed tonight. If you're blessed, can I hear blessed? Let the radio audience hear you in Oron. Now say with me very loud. I have abilities to speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. I have abilities to see things beyond the natural human eye. I have ability to hear things beyond the natural human ears. To perceive things way beyond my mind. Because I have the gifts of revelation. I have the gifts of revelation. Stand on your feet and say, I have the gift of revelation functioning in me. I receive the ministries of the gifts of the spirit. Of the gifts of the spirit. In my life, right now, every day, every time, everywhere. In Jesus' name. I thought I would hear a powerful amen. Say, I have the gift in full capacity. I didn't hear a powerful amen. Let's pray in tongues for 30 seconds, everybody. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. Bara, bara, kaloto, kaloto, kaloto bereketena. Lift your hands up and to praise God for the abilities on your inside. I want you to pray confidently like one who knows what you carry on your inside. Lego jako latama mambraga dozo kolo bobo. Revelation gifts are functioning on my inside. Revelation gifts are functioning on my inside. Revelation gifts are functioning on my inside. La koto mekata hangalana mato egere regeba sota eleta boyo nomo hota.
Glory to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. Sick bodies are healed right now. Every oppressive spirit, you are cast out in the name of Jesus. Sick bodies, be healed right now. Be healed right now. Sickness and disease, out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for the operation of the gifts of the spirit in this house, unrestricted and unhindered. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. I want to take up the offerings, but I want to call a sister to give us that word that she, you know, told me about yesterday. Can you come quickly? Give us that word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Good evening, church. Give us audio. Good evening, church. Okay, please, I have a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom for the church, and permit me to read it from my phone. Okay. The Spirit is saying there are chariots of influential men rising. The mass production of men that will change the normal dom. These are men of influence, but the thing is, it's beyond spiritual influence and supernatural influence. It's influence in social spheres. These are trailblazers of men that are setting the course in several industries. And these industries pertain to educational, agriculture, it pertains to creative, it pertains to innovative, it pertains to entertainment industry. But here comes the instruction. The instruction is that it's either your will to belong or to stay out. And for those that are already in these industries, it's either that you are passive or you are active. And further instruction is that you should break forth because there's a call of urgency for you to break out from complacency and to be sensitive. Our father is not complacent, and so you should not be complacent. The time is now, and it's time for you to take other opportunities, and you shouldn't be found wanting. Okay, let me specifically relate this to believers all over the world. I mean, we are so lackadaisical in taking hold of things that are already happening around us, which is not supposed to be so. The, the, the scripture says that it, the earth is of the Lord and its fullness thereof, and so we are supposed to dominate. And even through this platform, we are supposed to take the gospel through the world and also preach the gospel to the very ends of the earth. And so the spirit is saying that you should take over, you should take hold because it's yours, and so you should go and dominate. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. If you receive that, can I have a powerful amen? Somebody shout, I received that. No, I didn't hear it well. I received that. I'm a man of influence. I'm rising. I'm rising. And I'm manifesting the glory of God in my world, in my industry. And in the name of Jesus, I am taking the center stage. I shall not be put in the corner. I didn't hear a good amen. If you receive that, can I have another amen? Glory to God. We want to take up your offerings right now. Those watching online, the banking details are on the screen. Those watching on social media, thank you for always giving and supporting this work. Through your givings, we are making a difference in our world. Your money is helping to get the gospel to the people for whom Jesus died. Tonight, we give in faith. We give with joy. Radio audience, Mr. Michael Bush will read the banking details for you in another one or two minutes. But we are so glad to have all of you giving tonight so that we can keep this work going. And thank you for giving to the Lord. Lift up your offerings, Father. We give in faith, we give with joy, and we thank you for the privilege of giving. Everyone giving tonight, our offerings are a sweet smell, and I declare needs are met supernaturally. Thank you for the move of, of the Holy Ghost within our hearts, causing us to rise into the fullness of all that God has, has done concerning us. And we give you praise for the blessing. We give you praise for the blessing. We give you praise for the blessing. 
And tonight, as your amen is coming like thunder, every need is met supernatural. Every need is met supernatural. Thank you, Father, for the blessing. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says that amen on a note of final letter. Glory! Amen. We're going to give offerings. We're not going to sign you off. As soon as we finish giving the offerings, you two get ready giving your own offerings. Uh, we will join as the counselor in the other studio. It's going to be exciting tonight. Praise God. All right. Anywhere around the pulpit, you drop your offerings. Hit the music. Let's do it as we give tonight. Glory. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in his name. Oh, thanks be to God. interested in joining in um, donating or uh, doing the offering rounds account name remains power city international we have free banks as usual i'll start on this edition with uba 139 26 465 zenith is bank number two 10 12 36 59 12 and fcmb is bank number three the last certainly not the least and that is 29-82-68-20-28. Account name remains Power City International. 
Okay, I'm hoping that we'll be able to take five minutes of phone calls. Uh, that number is plus two, three, four. Again, if you are doing from outside the country, otherwise, it's 0806 800 And then you also need to send an SMS or two, plus two, three, four again. Otherwise, it's 0703 691 I need to also send an email. It's straight to ask the counselor now at Gmail. Dot com. You need to sponsor us, you need to partner us, you need to support us. The number to dial the hotline is plus 234-803-275-6104. Or you send an email or two to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Okay, so I'll just need to quickly go ahead and tell you. Uh, we have about um, 20 minutes. Uh, that's what we'll be doing, 20 minutes of Ask the Counselor. In that time, I hope to be in Bahrain. Bahrain is in the, in the Middle East, that's in the continent of Asia. By the way, that's where we spent last night of the program. I also would hope that hopefully I'm able to touch um, two, three other continents apart from Asia. I need to go to the Americas, go to Europe, and then come, of course, to Africa. I hope so. But... First things first, my name is Michael Bush. I'm, I'm your anchor. My producer is Pastor IG Query, complete with the production team. Put your hands together for us. <laughs> the resident pastor is also live here. He's been since we started 30 Days of Glory 2021. Uh, the resident pastor is Pastor Prezokon. He is here every day with his dear wife, Elder Uyime. <laughs> and now... The sets man, the man of the moment, Global Barber, Dr. Ebel, Damina. Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. So good to have you Global here. Global so evening. nice to see you. What a blessing. Absolutely, fantastically so. Praise okay, God. Global Bass, we always do the ritualistic open prayer. Sets us underwear. Let's pray together. Father, we receive right now by faith the blessing for Aquaibom State. We receive salvation of men in Aquaibom. We receive that men are coming to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. We pray for the governor and his cabinet with decree that the grace of God through them continues to create an enabling environment for this state Amen. so that potentials and giftings find expression Amen. and above all, the gospel of Christ continues to prosper Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for Nigeria. Thank you for Africa. The gospel is penetrating. Amen. Men are coming to the knowledge of the truth and all over the world. Amen. There is a flooding of the knowledge of the glory of God as the water covers the sea. We give you praise for answer prayer. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, Global Bar, this is where we take off. As I hinted just now, we spent the night, that's last night, in Bahrain. So we're going to be starting there from this one. Coming from Glory Solomon. I'm a believer, Global Baba, and a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ. By the grace of God, I'm passionate about souls. My husband, Global Baba, is a prophet of God. I love your teachings. They have really helped my spiritual life. I met my husband last year, that's sometime in May, May 26, uh, 2020. By June 8th, he had proposed to me, uh, followed me home to meet my parents. Our introduction, according to Yoruba culture, was arranged and done by both families on August 21, 2020. Since then, we started having challenges in performing the traditional marriage rites that is paying off dowry due to financial constraints. My friends are now mocking us, Global Baba, that they are boldly preaching the gospel while we are living in sin that is of not paying dowry. Note. Global Baba, we are not staying together. I'm still in my father's house while he visits me every weekend, even though my pastors have prayed for us, understanding the fact that no help from anyone. My parents 
do not have on my husband's side. On that side, he's the only child of his mother and no financial help from anyone on his part. After that, we started having sexual intercourse, which led to pregnancy, global barber. Right now, I am feeling guilty and ashamed to even go on preaching the gospel on the streets as I used to do, and even online or offline because of the mockery. I'm beginning to get discouraged, so all I need is counseling from you. What do I do now, Global Baba? Should I still continue preaching without fear or stop for now until God makes a way for us financially and the aspect of bride price is settled before commencing the work of God again? Please help me, sister. I'm losing it. Thank you. Yours in Christ, Glory Solomon. Well, Glory Solomon, the first thing is that you never sought for proper counsel because um, uh, nobody says until you pay dowry before you, your parents can give you guys in marriage. In most cultures, the dowry is not a one-time thing. It's something that is done over, an, over a period of time. If you had gone to your, your parents and told your parents, I really want to marry this man, he doesn't have all the money, but if you guys can just consider, take what he has, allow us to get married, and then while living together as husband and wife, every other thing that is outstanding will be concluded, that would have been better for you. But now you have disgraced yourself, you have embarrassed yourself before the people you are preaching to, you have lived a life that is not exemplary. You have brought shame to yourself and uh, to the gospel that you preach. So what do you do in this case? First things first. Go back quickly. Fix the marriage thing with your husband. Quickly, quickly. And, uh, you know, um, in the first place, why even marry somebody who doesn't have the money to take care of himself? Talk more of take care of you. Why do that? Why, why put yourself in haram's way? Why? What, what is it for? There's no verse that says you must marry. There's no verse. Why put yourself in a place where you're, you're feeling bad about life. Don't marry if the man doesn't have money. He should have money at least to eat, to take care of himself, to be able to take care of you. Adam was not giving Eve until the Garden of Eden was set. So, it's important. At least the basic necessities have to be taken care of. So quickly go. Go to your parents, tell them this has to be fixed immediately so that I don't get myself into a place of depression. Go fix it to your parents, tell your father, he doesn't even have to pay dowry. Daddy, you can dash me to the man. He doesn't have to pay dowry. can just dash me to him. When we do well, we will come back and say thank you. The, 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 the responsibility is on you because it's your parents that will have, have to hand you over. And you have to convince them. And I know most parents are responsible. They wouldn't want to hand over their daughter to a man that cannot feed their daughter. You know, that's why it's not good for boys. He didn't say it's not good for boys to be alone. He said it's not good for a man. A man is not a biological age. A man is responsibility. Somebody can be 20 years a man, and somebody can be 50 years a boy. It's not in age. It's in responsibility. I'm taking the time because I need to help you and others like you. Amen. Global Baba. The Intercontinental. Sometimes I can't even recognize you again when you answer some of these questions. Yeah, because I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it for her. Global Baba. Yeah. Okay, for the road, we're heading out of Asia in a moment. We just would take this one, another anonymous entry. I'm always wondering, Global Baba, why it seems so hard to have churches established as much as possible. I mean, churches that preach the gospel of the grace of God, rightly divided. I'm one of the believers of the gospel of the grace of God, but I lack fellowship such that I end up congregating with the Pentecostals who are largely not dispensationalists as well as gospel mixers. It's really painful. Thank you. Grace and peace. Great grace. Bless you. God is raising people. God is raising temples all over the world. The truth of the gospel will continue to prevail. The word of God is growing and prevailing in the nations. 
Okay, so, so Global Bar, just that, we, so we move to, we move to the continent of uh, Europe and France, it's our first port of call, hello Global Bar, Bar, the true servant of God. I'm Apostle Prince Bride Macaulay, currently living in France. I'm a student of your mentoring class, I just concluded an online study program with you and your fellow pastors. So I'm blessed and I learned so much from your teaching since I began my course. I'm praying to work with you and do my part to serve. I will reply. Your faithfully, Apostle Prince on fire. Wow. Apostle Prince, I'm sure Pastor Matthew will get in touch with you to see how we can set you up for France, you know, um, and Power City. Uh, and if we have branches in France already, we connect you. If not, we'll work with you, train you, and get you to start one. Bless you. Okay, so from France, quickly, to another country on the European continent, and that is Italy. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. I'm Sunday by name, and I write from Italy. Please, Global Baba, I would like to know, when did Jesus become the Son of God? Was it after he rose from the dead, or he was Son in the four Gospels as incarnation? Because we identify with the resurrection as sons, not the Christ in the four Gospels. Bless you, Daddy. Well, the Son of God is simply the fact that Jesus is God who became a man. That's the meaning. So when did he become a son of God in the incarnation? Okay, from Italy to Germany, Berlin, here we come. Dear Dr. Abel Damina and Mr. Michael Bush, greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to all Power City members. Global Baba, I'm grateful beyond words for how I've grown in the word of God through your teaching. I'm writing from Berlin, Germany to let you know that you have raised sons and daughters in the city of Berlin. In Christ's Kingdom Chapel, Berlin, we rejoice in the things of the Spirit, and we are taught the gospel of Jesus Christ. We bless God for you. May you never grow weary as you labor in word and doctrine. Bless you. Global Baba. Wow, that's great to hear that something is happening in Berlin. I mean, just stay in touch. Let us know how it's going. One day we'll stop by that place, and we could do ask the counselor in Berlin with Mr. Michael Bush. Aha. Another first caller. Hello. A first caller. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Ernest. I'm calling from Kudumi. Yes. Ernest, I'm calling from Kudumi. We didn't hear where you're calling from, but go ahead, Ernest. I'm calling from Kadi. Okay, go ahead. We heard that. Please, Papa says something about the fruit of the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit does not So, what am I saying? What of the things that we just called and careful things to explain and have one excellent thing under careful about them? Is not the Holy Spirit that works in them that way? What can we do about them? I really didn't hear the question. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, I did not. Well, we're not I did not. Like we just try and call us again. Yeah, you Just so we can call us again. Okay, Global Baba from that part of Europe. Let's go to another. Belgium, here we come. Global Baba, um, I'm more with a favor. I write from Antwerp in Belgium. Global Baba, I want to thank God Almighty for what he's been doing in my life and family, for his grace, mercy, and blessings. I say thank you, Jesus. Global Baba, on the 17th of December, 2020, please came to my house in Antwerp and arrested me and took me to Pressy in um, Mons, Belgium. After two months, the court made a decision to put me in house arrest so that I don't go out and to have me in house arrest for 24 hours or under house arrest for 24 hours. Global Bar for over four months now, I'm under house arrest. Please pray for my release. We are going back to court next month on the 2nd of August 2021. 
And so, uh, Global Baba, my documents have all expired, and so they, they have refused to renew them. Just help me with prayers. Global Baba, I think we do that at the end of the program. We pray for you at the end, yes. Okay, so from Belgium, quickly, quickly, let's get to another European stop, and this will be our last on this edition of the program, the United Kingdom. Greetings to you, Global Baba, and the Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. My question, sir, is about the interpretations of dreams. Is it the same with prophecy, or do we have to depend on God for that too? Stephen? In the UK, Global Baba, just hold your thoughts there. I'll take my second caller. Hello. Hello. Good evening, sir. Mr. Many Bush. thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Richard. I'm calling from Benin. Fantastic. Go ahead. All right. Good evening, sir. Dr. Ebed Amina. Good evening. Bless you and welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, sir, for your messages and all you are doing for the body of Christ. I pray that the Lord strengthen you and keep you in perfect health. You are preserved to do much more. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. So I also want to please ask you to join me by faith in prayers. I'm submitting a proposal uh, for my business. Uh, major investor want to invest in it. So we join in prayer that the proposal will be accepted and the deal will be sealed. I believe with your prayers, everything will go well. Amen. Thank you, sir. Amen. Amen. We'll pray for you at the end, but the favor of God is already at work as, you, as I'm speaking right now. Amen. God's favor is at work on your behalf, and the proposal is gaining favor with that investor. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, so Global Bar, there was something I read before? Yes. Um, I'm trying to put it together now. Okay. Um, okay, so we'll get, we'll get back to that in a moment. Yes. If we cannot, we'll get back to that in a moment. Yes. I, I remember that. Okay, I'll just come back to that because of time and lack of it. Let's, let's move quickly to the United States of America. Greetings to you, Global Barban, the intercontinental Uncle Bush. Many thanks for your tireless dedication to the impact you make in this generation with the love of God through your teachings. Global Barban, I liken you to Apostle Paul in Colossians 2, 1 to 10. I want you to know how hard I'm contending for you and for those at uh, this year and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith is in Christ. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world, rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. You are like the reincarnation of Apostle Paul, and we love you. Through your teachings, my eyes have been opened to the realities in Christ. May you stay protected from wicked and unreasonable men. I love you, Daddy. Love you too. Monica, United States of America. Monica, thank you for your prayers. We say amen to those prayers and great grace is yours. Amen. Another caller. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Yeah, many thanks for tuning in. Your name, where are you calling from? Is that, is that me? Yes, it's you, surely. It can't be anyone else. Okay, okay. I need a clarification on, uh, 
on the on ladies on ladies covering their head and then okay, I'm in wearing cut to church now. What's your name? My name is Mr. Jim, sir. Okay, can you say that again? What clarification do you I think need? I need clarification on the on, on that first correction about ladies in their hair and men um, and men um, you know, not having the long hair. But now in the churches, all I see is that I see men wearing Catholic church and yes. ladies not even covering their hair. That is one. Then the second question I have is uh, on Genesis chapter four. When came kid a day? Then the generation was uh, the God was angry with him, and David and and and, and Adam knew so again, and the God said, "To who did so God marry? To see the first generation that came on earth." Who did who marry? Who, who did, did who did Seth now God married? Seth. The Bible is not a documentary of who married who and who didn't marry who. The Bible is practically a book of salvation. So you won't, you won't find all those details in the Bible because that's not the focus of scripture. The important thing is that people married. Whoever they married doesn't matter. You know, uh, and it's not documented. So we're silent where the Bible is silent. We're loud where the Bible is loud. All right, so that's that on that question. The first one, on people wearing cap and all of that. There's no verse of the Bible that says you shouldn't wear cap or wear cap. When the Bible says men should, cover, should, should not cover their head, the head of every man is Christ. When the Bible says women should cover their head, the head of every woman is the man. So the head there is not a head. The, it's not this head. It's talking about, you know, the head, the authority over the man and the authority over the woman. A woman should protect her husband, he's her head. And a man should expose Christ so the world can see Christ. It has nothing to do with wearing cap and tying wrapper. If I, one of these days when we go to Scotland with Mr. Bush, we will wear skirt and tie and <laughs> preach the gospel. <laughs> Global Baba, hey. let's just, let's just uh, retrace our steps a little and remember the question from UK. It was actually about the interpretation of dreams, whether it's a prophecy. Or do we have to, is that the same thing with prophecy or do we have to depend on God for that? Well, again, in dreams, sometimes we have word of knowledge, word of wisdom. But as we keep teaching on revelation gifts, we will talk about it a little more in detail so that you know how to decipher between just a dream from a multitude of business, a dream of the night, a dream from obsession, and the word of knowledge and word of wisdom coming in form of a dream. All of that is in the part, you know, in the part where as we continue to learn, you know, this operation of the Holy Spirit in salvation. We're heading out of the Americas and heading straight to Africa, as I promised at the wee stages of this edition of the program, but this one for the skies. Hello, Global Baba. I'm a young lady, a worker in church. Some time ago, I had a revelation in which an advanced man was giving out gifts, but only to get to my turn, the gifts were finished. What's the revelation trying to tell me, Global Baba? Ask the revelation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. We are not we are not magicians. We can't just sit down and be seeing things. The spirit of God doesn't operate like that. If it was the spirit of God, he will have given you interpretation of what he was talking to you about. Okay, Global Baba, we should be rounding off any moment, but let's um, head now to Africa, South Africa. Here we come, dear Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Global Baba, you are too much beside revelation knowledge. Your IQ is just not normal. You answer and clarify things that even the Mentions a particular person in religion. I'm not going to do that. And he says that another thing can't explain. I didn't know the difference between translate and interpret, but because of the answer you gave a few days ago, now I know. 
However, I have a question. What's the difference between word of knowledge and word of wisdom? I think that was answered. And what is the difference between prophecy and declaration? Because my former church, the man of God, used to say, I prophesy that all of you by tomorrow you'll be rich. I declare that you will make it. Thank you, Global Baba. My name is Michael Shabalala in Joburg, South Africa. <laughs> well, did all of you become rich tomorrow? You didn't. So that's not prophecy. That's just a mere wish. I am trying to see whether we can spend the night in just next door to South Africa, and that is in Zimbabwe. Hello, Dr. Damina. My name is Regis. I write from Harare, Zimbabwe. I'd like to thank God for your labor in spreading the good news of his grace across the globe. Can you please explain to me Revelation 17:8? Because some preachers use this verse to say God has already decided who will be saved and who will not be saved. And the book of life has already been written before the foundations of the world. Now that's not true. So my advice is get my teachings on... Uh on foreknowledge, predestination, soterias is in four. It will clarify. God does not decide who gets saved. Otherwise, there's no need for preaching. There's no need for what we do. The reason why we preach is because God has not decided, but through the preaching of the gospel, men are given the freedom to decide whether to accept or reject. And that's why there's heaven and hell for those who reject and for those who accept. So uh, that scripture wouldn't be saying that. It will require explanation. So you can also order for my teaching and understanding the book of Revelation. Bless Global you and thank you. Prayer request. Father, we pray for that sister and that guy who are trying to get married and are pregnant now and don't know what to do. We ask that you have mercy on them and help them Amen. sort them out of this confusion in the name of Jesus. Amen. We also pray for people who are sick, people who need healing. We declare that your bodies are healed right now. That brother who is tendering a proposal and believing for investors, we declare the investors will least receive them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer tonight. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. My name is Michael Bush. I'm the anchor. Producer is Pastor I.J. Quer and the production team. They all joined me to bring on Global Baba for the last time on this edition of the program. Dr. Abel Damina. The Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. The Intercontinental, can you see Pastor Daddy Ken? Hey, Pastor Daddy Ken from Bayelsa. Yes, Pastor yes, Daddy sure. Ken. We may be doing Ask the Counselor in, in Bayelsa in October. I've never been to Bayelsa. No, we're already talking about it. Okay, so I've never yeah, been we'll to Bayelsa. And, we'll, we'll, we'll and I look forward to also doing Ask the Counselor live from Abuja. Pastor no, Matthew. It will be all over the world. Oh, sure. Just get ready. <laughs> Make sure your passport is new because sure, we'll sure. go everywhere with Ask the Counselor. So good to have you here, man. We appreciate you and what you're doing in Yenegua. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you for being a part of this broadcast tonight. Remember, we are live tonight, 8, 9 to 10 on Inspiration, 10 to 12 on Heritage. And on Kingdom Life Network TV, Pastor Matthew, Dr. Gabriel, they are talking about homecoming and all that is coming up in the next one or two weeks. If you miss homecoming, you have missed completely. I don't know how to help you any longer. So you better buy your ticket, find your way. For those in Aquaibom, better start preparing yourself. The whole world comes to Uyo. It's going to be exciting from the 1st to the 8th of August. Also remember tomorrow, 5.45 a.m. XLFM. Good morning, Aquaibom. 11 to 1, Radio Aquaibom. 1 to 3. Uh, XLFM 3 to 5, Passion FM 6 p.m. GMT plus 1 tomorrow evening in Grand Style on Comfort FM and all the platforms as we bring you the word of His grace. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day and be blessed. Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen. Glory.